Hello, everybody, and welcome to HFFL Week 10. I'm your co-host, Donnie Football Drainsville. I'm your co-host, Buzz Bennett. And Buzz, here we are, Week 10 of the Herndon Fantasy Football League season. I believe we've passed the uh, halfway point. You ready to get into it? Yeah, good to see you, uh, Double D. Um, We are are on that stretch run. and uh, you see some owners uh, start making some moves, uh, you know, either either gearing up for the playoffs or looking forward to next season. So we'll talk some of that on, on this pod uh, today. Uh, but we have a lot of NFL news to get to as well. So. Looking forward to it. Yes. Double D here with Buzz Bennett. Um, but before we jump into it, once again, everybody, it's time to enter the Hornet's Nest. All right. And before we get started, um, we are still desperately seeking any sort of sponsors here uh, for the Hornet's Nest podcast. But we do have one uh, one sponsor uh, and it was shared in the um, it was shared with us just before we came on the air to record. Um, And Buzz, that would, of course, be the delicious um french fry flavored vodka that arby's has uh has released uh not a joke real real thing real thing that's happening um so as always if you can uh uh, obtain procure if you will this item and uh submit a five-star review send in a photo not really sure how you submit a five-star review and send a photo um you know, maybe we'll give out our personal numbers on the air at some point. Um, But, you know, if you can figure that out, send a photo of Arby's delicious French fried flavored vodka um, along with five-star review. And, you know, we'll read whatever you write. You can write all the ridiculous slander you want um, as long as five stars and a picture of that delicious Arby's flavored vodka, which I believe comes in two flavors, both crinkle and curly. Um, What do you think about that, Buzz? You know, I thought it was a joke at first. I wasn't following, but then I saw more people talking about it. Um, it's well, it, it's definitely a new category, right? I, mean, I don't think I've seen too many uh, savory vodkas, I, I think would be the category. Uh, you, know, you have a lot of fruity ones. There's been a lot of flavors. Uh, I'm sure you've tried some, some unique flavors uh, over the years, uh, but I don't, I can't think of another vodka that would fit that, that mold. Um, where, yeah, you know, there's not like a mashed potato vodka or, um, you know, a mac and cheese vodka. Um, so I, I, I'm time. probably okay. I'm probably okay if I never have it personally, but. Well, it's going to be available on the 18th. So a week from today. Um, and, you know, before we go any further, we should uh, just take a moment to, to thank all of our uh, servicemen and women who are listening oh, to yes. Hornet's Nest. Uh, it is Veterans Day. So, um, you know, our, we're growing uh, and, and hopefully we're growing also in the, uh, the U.S. military veteran um, demographic as well. Um, so, you know, thank you for your service. Please, you know, pass along, uh, you know, our thanks to friends and family members who have served. Um, and shout, out to to, to shout, out, shout out to Mr. Rooftop. Yeah. Our, you know, our own, our own rooftop. Um, former and current uh, a veteran. So 
um, it's, uh, yeah, we're, we're representing, um, I guess it's probably just about the, uh, the same percent, uh, as is, uh, across the, the country here. Um, one of 12 members, I believe. Um, but yeah, shout out to, to rooftop. Um, we're going to have to get rooftop on here soon. We've got to discuss the name changes. Oh, um, honestly, you know, this being veterans day probably would have been a good, good opportunity to do so. Um, I blame our producers. So we'll, we'll, we'll have a, we'll talk to our producers behind the scenes here. Um, you know, this would have obviously been a perfect time being veterans day to have our own, um, you know, veteran and, and current service member. Um, so we'll, we'll have to work on that. Uh, so perhaps next time we can discuss with rooftop. Um, so, you know, maybe we can save discussion of his many a team names and, and how they're getting progressively worse, um, for, uh, when we have him on, um, needless to say, you know, he peaked at rooftop. What was it last year? Um, which is still probably my favorite episode of the podcast. Um, <laughs> And uh, where where we in real time discovered what his team name was and meant um, and discussed it on, you know, live. Um, that was a good time. We handled that like like professionals, I have to say. I mean, uh, you know, we didn't get kicked off the air or anything. So, yeah, it was wild. Um, so we'll, maybe we'll just save that. We'll, we'll have to have him on uh, and we can just discuss how he's basically reached a point of diminishing return with team names and is now just chasing the proverbial dragon like a heroin addict trying to get there <laughs> that initial rush again uh basically trying to trying to reclaim what was essentially a perfect name um it reminds me a lot of like remakes of shows and movies you know yep. like how the u.s uh, oftentimes here in the in the u.s market because we are an international podcast um they'll the u.s you know market will domestic market right will take an existing property um, and then, you know, Americanize it, right. Whether it's like a foreign film or, yep. you know, anything, right. Like, uh, anime series or what have you, um, you know, whereas, you know, it, so per thing exists in basic flawless format, let's take it and then just make it again. Um, probably not the best analogy, but needless to say, we'll get I'll to it. Um, um, so yeah, November 18th, a week from today, crinkle and curly fry vodka, uh, I will do my best to uh, to to get one and uh, and give a review. But if anybody's able to for next week and, and can give us a review, that would be great. Um, we'll we'll certainly read your review uh, of either the vodka or the podcast or both. Um, so, yeah, Buzz, um, you know, with that being said, and we're going to save uh, we're going to save rooftop for uh, future endeavors. Um, should we, I guess, discuss actual like footballs and stuff for the, for the next few minutes i mean i don't feel particularly um happy about it but uh we can there's a lot lot going on i feel i feel like we need to uh because uh yeah you know some of the biggest names um have uh, have been in the headlines um so you know take your pick i mean we could start with obj we could start with um dalvin cook we could really upsetting that we have to discuss actual football like i said hopefully we can pivot next week with uh with rooftop and and just discuss team names and his thought process uh <laughs> and maybe look back at some of the uh the team names of of uh yesteryear and what have you um but yeah actual actual football news um i mean there's been a lot if from you know here we are thursday 
um, November 11th. It was only last Wednesday, right? Uh, so eight days ago that we had a ton of news, starting with the Aaron Rodgers stuff, right? Yep. Um, and his uh, his interview. So I mean, it's basically been the the last seven eight days. There's there's been a lot going on. Um, it's just one thing after another. Um, but yeah, we had the Aaron Rodgers talk show appearance, um, the immunization stuff. Um, we have Shailene Woodley assailing random people on the internet. Um, I don't know if you saw that. So I think there was some tabloid that posted some photo of, of some person claiming it was Aaron Rodgers when it clearly wasn't. And then Shailene Woodley just started just assailing the guy and, and uh, talking about the car he drove and how it was so shitty and Aaron would never drive oh, something God. like that. And, and, uh, and just, I think uh, there I saw were some other things. Yeah, something where she said that, that that guy's feet were much smaller than Aaron Rodgers yes. and playing something, something else, like, which yeah. is just like the most bizarre his, thing. Why his hands, his, his hands weren't <laughs> as hairy. Yes. Cause Aaron Rodgers is a hairy hands because he's very much in touch with uh, nature and what have you. You think um, that helps you uh, like, you know, grip the football. Does that maybe, you know, keep your, keep your hands a little warmer too. And I, I, I mean, Lambo? Is you know, that, I guess. You know, he has done quite well in like sub freezing temperatures. Um, I do know that tiny hands uh, are not good uh, and fractured fingers. That all uh, Dante Paul Pepper. Um, yeah, I mean, God, there's been a lot. You've got Russell Wilson who basically prayed away his injury. Um, the guy had like a two month timetable, he halved it. Um, what are you familiar with Russell Wilson's water that he was like? Um, promoting that was supposed to like speed up healing which essentially yeah, I, is like I, I, Gator- which this. essentially was like gatorade yeah i've read about this before yeah um god so between his his oh yeah it was like the water that healed concussions right recovery water <laughs> yes yes yep <sighs> but yeah i mean here he is he he beat it to, he beat his timeline for recovery by basically you know 50 percent um, so I guess well, through Bible study, prayer and uh, recovery water, you too can well, we'll, overcome a serious injury rather quickly. Yeah. Let, let's see how he plays on the field first before we, uh, we, we praise him. Uh, although yeah, some of these guys, you know, definitely, uh, have, uh, the capability to heal a lot quicker than, than normal folks. Um, I will say we, we have to let the uh, listeners know about a little bet that you and I have made, uh, regarding Christian McCaffrey. Oh yes. And the we do have our Christian McCaffrey um, bet. And, and the bet, uh, we made the bet before kickoffs last week when we learned that he was active and playing. Um, so it was over under onto how many games he would actually last. And uh, we set it at five. Yes. And I don't remember if I took the under or the over. So, so please help no, me. No, you took, you took the over and I took the under. Um, now, is this five total games for the remainder of the season? Or does it have to be five games like in a row or... I, I think it's fair to do like five games for the season. I think that's fair. I mean, okay. Um, so for the regular season. Yeah. Uh, since so, now the Panthers are obviously playoff bound since they've brought back Cam Newton. Which um, you, you will get to see in person, right? So you're probably excited about that. Yes. We probably shouldn't share too much information with the listeners, but um, yes, I, uh, Donnie football drainsville will be in Charlotte. Um, for the uh, Washington footballs and the uh, Carolina uh, horrifying um, augmented reality Surfer. Panthers. Surfer. 
Um, you should totally do a a podcast meetup at a lo- at a local bar and uh, have you know. Hey, if anybody wants of- to leave a if anyone wants to leave a five star <laughs> review and they're going to be in Charlotte, um, you know, I- I'm sure we can meet you in maybe at the stadium where there's like sixty five thousand other people. Um, sure, we can do that. Um, First annual Hornets Nest uh, meetup. I love it. Um, yeah, where where were we even going with that? Uh, oh, the yeah, bet. The, the bet was five games. Uh, and we have we didn't actually so it'll it, it's a six pack, but we haven't actually picked you know what it's gonna be. But yes, we- we'll um perhaps what we can do is when we get back uh we can take the week and then next week we can come with the the six pack of choice. And this will also allow people to maybe give us suggestions of what we should request or or maybe it's dealer's choice. Maybe we provide the other person. So, you know, if I win, you decide what I, the six pack I get. And if I win, I decide you, you know, maybe something sure. like that. Sure, sure, sure. Um, okay. I like it. I like it. So uh, let's talk a little bit about um, some of this, some of this news uh, buzz. I mean, what, uh, you know, what do you see? What honestly does, does it impact our, our little, our little game here of, uh, of, you know, essentially betting on what players are going to perform well in any given week. Um, is there any real actionable um, takes here, you know, with Cam, yeah. with Beckham being traded, uh, with Dalvin Cook, you know, I, you know, being potentially under investigation, but also the NFL has kind of proven that they like to not, they like to kick that can down the road as far oh, yeah. as possible. So uh, what, what are we thinking here? Is there anything that we um, can sit here and, and say is, you know, has a, has a possibility of really changing the landscape? Yeah, it's funny because um, the, the first two players definitely impact the playoff race and uh, who's in the running for the title. Um, let's start with Dalvin Cook. So, you know, he was recently traded in our league, part of a big blockbuster deal. Yes. Um, that was the deal where Kamish uh, acquired Cook and Mike Evans um, for, for two randos and his third and fourth rounder. Uh, from uh, from the Coochies, I, I believe. I believe that was the deal. Yeah, um, so that was that was commission announcing that he's all in. He wants to give Patrick Mahomes the weapons he needs to go and get that get that ring, that fantasy ring, which he hasn't done yet uh, for Kamish. Um, now you pointed this out in in the chat, but uh, there was one mistake that was made in that deal. Uh, the Coochies actually roster Alexander Madison as well. Yes, so, founding father. That deal should never have happened without Madison as part of the deal as well. Uh, he's probably one of the more elite handcuffs in the league just because when he's played, he's produced. He gets the same opportunity as Cook, essentially. The Vikings don't play it any differently. Uh, and Cook, you know, he's been healthier the last few seasons, but he still gets knocked up from time to time. So having Madison would have been a great insurance policy. So that's where if anything Whoops. does happen with Cook before the season's out here and he misses time, uh, you know, commission's going to have to find, find running back help. Now you said it, and I think it's the case. Too. I think he's going to be fine. I think the NFL is not going to do anything until it plays out in, in the courts and the courts move slow. Uh, I know a lot of the evidence is damning and all that stuff, but I think he'll finish the season, but he's probably looking at missing some time next season, you know, with whatever happens in, in the courtroom. Indeed. Um, it is. Yes. The only um, yeah, I'm not really sure why even in general he didn't want to include Founding Father just because he's one of the more elite elite handcuffs. Um, 
he essentially is Dalvin when Dalvin's out. I mean, they're kind of baffling. Um, I mean, I guess if you give somebody 30 touches and, you know, you, you have an offense designed around that, it tends to lead to production. But, um, but yeah, I guess next year we'll, we'll see if there's any kind of suspension looming. The only thing I'll say is that if there is some sort of quote-unquote smoking gun, to, uh, to use a turn of phrase, um, and we get any kind of video release, mm-hmm. a la Ray Rice or Kareem Hunt. Um, Joe Mixon like, had video, I believe. Um, okay. Then, um, then yes, if something like that happens and the uh, his uh, Dalvin's ex-girlfriend or, or her lawyers or something like that, or, you know, a TMZ pays for it or whatever, if it gets leaked, then, yeah, it's going to be – he's going to be basically released. And it's going to be like Ray Rice all – I mean, maybe, I, yeah, who knows? It depends how bad. You know, Ray Rice was shown, right, knocking out his girlfriend, and uh, that was finito Santiago for him. Um, you know, I guess it just depends on what uh, leagues uh, or teams can, um, you know, feel like that they can, um, their PR feels like they can basically handle. Um, but, yeah, I would say if, if there is, like, a video or, or something like that that comes out, then, yeah, he'll probably be, like, released immediately. Um, but failing that, you're right. He will likely be, be playing, but just in general. Yeah. I mean, he's already been banged up injury wise. Um, so founding father still holding quite a bit of value and the coochies still have a chance with founding father. If something does happen to cook injury wise or suspension wise, and I think he still has pits. There's, there's still, there's still potentially some, uh, some assets available there. Right. With the Do coochies. we, um, did we change the rule to you can only trade four picks? Is that official or did that not pass? I can't, I can't remember anymore. I believe so. But, you know, at this point, it's everything's arbitrary. Um, but I believe it was maxed out at four. So he, he sent two to commish. He sent one uh, in another deal. Uh, to, so one more, uh, to, one more to go. The CFP. Yeah, I believe he has one more. Um, Indeed. So if, he can, if that is the rule. So commission can confirm. Um, the other uh, bit of news uh, was um, obviously Odell Beckham uh, announcing where he's going. Uh, I hate the move uh, from a fantasy perspective. Uh, I'll just say he's going into a, a crowded offense. Um, uh, I feel bad for Van Jefferson. He was kind of having a mini breakout. And, you know, with Deshaun Jackson gone, yeah, he was probably going to be a very solid, uh, you know, third receiver in that offense. Um I guess Beckham is still good and has gas left. I don't know. I mean, uh, you know, how much of it was the Cleveland offense and Baker Mayfield? How much of it is him? I, I also think – I think he's really injured. I think he's definitely got shoulder issues and stuff, so. Well, he does have, yeah, basically a torn labrum, yeah. which see, <laughs> seems like it might be something that might hinder you as a professional athlete, as, but I don't know. As a receiver especially. So, yeah, how Hashtag effective is he, he going to be? But, you know, the Rams are basically saying we have like a window here this season, next season to do it all. Um, but I, I think the Rams are going to be a very bad team in the next like three to five years. Uh, they're going to, the, the bottom's just going to fall out on that franchise. I think. I, I've, said, I've said it before. It does feel like Sean McVay, boy genius, is playing like essentially Madden franchise mode. And he's just, uh, you know, just assembling like, picking guy you know he's just like ooh, that's a big name i want that guy like he's like uh you know back in the day when we were youngins um playing 
and, and just trying to assemble our team and then, you know, building our stadium and, and uh, choosing the price of concessions, I believe was something you could also do. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's very strange. Seems to love to give up draft picks for like tertiary players that don't play. Uh, and then likes to draft um, draft players at positions that they are, are of strength. Uh, you know, so like, for example, drafted a running back two years consecutively in the second round and then drafted a wide receiver in the second round, despite the fact that they were deep. But, you know, far be it for me to, to criticize Boy Genius. Um, but yes, it, it does. It does certainly seem like he is there. They might be a little high on their own supply there. Um, and from Odell's standpoint, the only thing I can think of is he just wants to get to that market. You know, he was in the New York market and he wants to get to the LA market. I think Odell's got his sights on things outside of football. He's got his sights on just the entertainment, uh, industry and, you know, parlaying his time in LA to that. I think maybe deep down, he knows the injuries are starting to pile up or, or honestly, maybe football is just something that he's always been really good at, but it's, you know, he's got, he's got designs outside of that. Um, I mean, for being like 29, he has been just injury after injury the last few years. So that's kind of where that's, that's my thought. That's why I think he took LA not, you know, not because he thought he was going to get a bunch of targets or, or be able to like become a superstar, but again, but just to be able to, um, you know, that's, that's my hot take. I don't really think it's that hot, but what do you think? Yeah, I, I think that's a good point. I think, uh, you know, one of the one of the people, one of the big names, uh, part of this, like, just crazy free OBJ movement was LeBron James. Uh, LeBron's a guy who left Cleveland for L.A., you know, and uh, obviously they're, they're friends. They, uh, I know, so maybe LeBron was one of the people in his ear that said, hey, come out to L.A., you know, even if the football thing doesn't work out, like, there's other, other stuff you could be doing out here. Um, yeah, I that's will a great say, point. Great analogy, too, with with LeBron and getting into movies and stuff. Uh, And who knows? I'm sure LeBron's hooked up with the entertainment uh, industry. He might even have his own like music. I think he's got his own production company. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I could definitely see that being a a driving factor. But yeah, for me, I'm I'm still skeptic uh, on the field, I guess. I need need to see OBJ actually have a run of like great games and and show us the talent that we know is there. Um, A lot of the experts on Twitter, not a lot, but some have already saying like he's going to surpass Bobby Trees. I don't see that happening. I, I think he's he's going to be solidly behind Trees and Cooper Cup. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy, but um, yes. And, but... and <laughs> I like that you just casually dropped in Cucksburts. Um, that is a term <laughs> coined here on the Hornets Nest. I swear to God, if I see on Twitter some incel uh, using <laughs> Cucksbert, um, you know, angry uh, about advice that uh, he received on the fantasy, I'm gonna. Just, I want everybody to know that it it was coined here first on the Hornet's Nest, uh, and then of course it? we might need to we might need to register it as a. As a I mean, it should thing. be pretty self-explanatory, right? Cuck and expert, uh, Cuckspert. But you know, this these are the the folks that you know give you the advice one week about somebody you know basically being a fade, and then the next week the person is like uh, you know set and forget. Um, and and trust me, there's plenty. <laughs> Just read read enough stuff. There's plenty of uh, you can find plenty of these people out there. Uh, these guys and gals who like to uh, flip yeah. flop every week. It's it's like here's my rest of season rankings, and then like <laughs> next week somebody's like ten spots ahead, and you're like, how's that? Like it's like the reaction one week to the next. Like I don't even understand what 
I, what this even is. Like, you're just, if somebody has a good week, they're like bumped up 10 spots. They have a bad week, they're bumped down 10 spots. Yeah. It's like, what is that? That's definitely the first type. The second type, uh, the scenario is when you're on like a couple of major sites or, or, you know, the big names out there and you see their list, like, they're like, this is my start of the week. And then you read somebody else and they have them like, you know, don't start this person, bench them, you know, fade them. And it's just crazy how the, you know, the difference of opinions out there and they call this an expert. I don't think anybody can call themselves a fantasy football expert. Just looking at last week, what happened with the Bills, you know, a bunch of teams, Bills, Cowboys, you know, how many teams laid an egg last week? It was, it was ugly. Um, I will say with our league, the OBJ thing has some interesting wrinkles. Um, so he was on Rooftop's team. Um, oh. so, so poor Rooftop, poor Rooftop cut him. Uh, and then he also lost uh, Henry Henry Ruggs to his off-field issue. Which oh, was God, we didn't even mention that. That was something that happened in the last so, seven, eight days. Horrific too. story there. So Rooftop, yeah. you know, uh, lost those two wideouts. Uh, but then uh, uh, what, what team is it? Uh, Alfred Bloodline, uh, I think, claimed OBJ on waivers or, or signed him in the dead of the night uh, as a free agent. And he is Wait, back. signing. Yeah, he, he's back on, on Bloodline. Bloodline's very excited about it. He thinks it's going to make a difference. Uh, it might. I mean, he's he's already got, you know, Justin Jefferson and Stefan Diggs. So it's pretty good, uh, you know, couple of receivers out there. And Jerry Judy's came back. So if, yeah. if Odell can recapture any of that magic, uh, that's, you know, that, that's good for him. But don't feel too bad for Rooftop. Rooftop did um, – uh, pull a trade with me where I, I sent him two players. He sent me Chase Edmonds and Chase Edmonds promptly suffered a high ankle sprain. Ah. And then rooftop also has James Connor. So now James Connor is, is just, you know, set it and forget it in, in his lineup from, from here on out. He's going to be an RB one and could be a potential league winner the rest of the way. So with that, um, maybe we should just take, and this is going to be a little shorter version of uh, the podcast. Um, don't worry, we'll make up for it with like an hour and a half version, probably around the holidays or something like that. Uh, maybe in the holidays, we can get a whole bunch of people on and have a marathon session. Um, but going to need to be a little shorter version. So maybe we can just kind of um, wrap, uh, wrap things up with just talking a little bit about the art of the fire sale. So, uh, and what, you know, what our own thoughts are um, and buzz, maybe I know you have some pretty strong thoughts on, on fire selling. And what we mean by that is when your team looks like it is floundering or, you know, you just don't think you're going to be able to get in the playoffs or, or let alone do anything, even if you can make the playoffs. And then you just basically sell off your parts for picks um, for the, the next season. Um, you know, seeing that this is a keeper league and that we've been playing for 21 years or no, sorry, 22 years. <laughs> um, but what are your thoughts on, on the art of the fire sale? Is there a way to do it quote unquote, right? Uh, should you not do it at all? Should you always try to compete? Um, I will say, uh, Donnie football drainsville. I believe I was the sixth seed last year and I did make the championship game. Um, so I snuck into the playoffs and was able to make the, the title game. Um, and honestly would have probably had a chance had Alvin Kamara not had, uh, 17 touchdowns and, and <laughs> in a singular football game. Um, but, um, but yeah, what are you, what are your thoughts on that? Is there a right way to do it? Wrong way to do it? Should you, should you always try to compete? And at what point do you pull the plug? Yeah. Uh, you know, it's tough to say, I think our, our league, um, you know, uh, we need, I think we need Joe to win it all this season, just so we all realize that. 
you know, fire sales are, aren't the greatest thing because, um, you know, he had his entire draft done by the seventh round this season because he acquired so many picks. And then, uh, you know, he just, he's built like a, uh, an unstoppable team right now. So I, I kind of want him to go all the way. Uh, but I also don't think it's really going to make much difference. I think our league will always stay the way it, way it is. I think Kyle probably gave up a little too early. I think he has some good talent on his team, but who am I to judge? I mean, he, he was able to get a third rounder and a fourth rounder in one deal. Um, and, you know, that was fair value because we don't allow trades of picks in the first or second round. Um, so, you know, kudos to him for, for getting, uh, you know, fair value for the players he gave up, Dalvin Cook, Mike Evans. Um, and then the other thing, he also got a fifth from Mike, Mike Williams. So, you know, he's got multiple picks now in three, four, and five. Um, you know, but maybe a team like, uh, you know, the $200 cruise, that's probably a team that probably should have entered the fire sales, you know, market uh, sooner. You know, I wouldn't have thought Kyle's team would be the first one to, to go and launch that. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, we only have about, what, what is it, two weeks to go now? No, uh, today's what, the 11th? Trade deadline is next Friday. We've got nine days, right? So, or next Saturday. Um, I, I don't think this is going to be as crazy as some past years where it's just been like an arms race. Um, but mm-hmm. I think, you know, I don't know, depending on what happens this week, some, some teams may decide to sell off. I know if I lose to you, I'm going to be four and six. Uh, and my points aren't that great. So if I don't beat you this week, there's a chance I might look to get some picks. Um, although I do like my schedule the rest of the season, yeah. but I, I need to start scoring points because my I'm thinking I'm like ninth or 10th in points. You, on the other hand, you're pretty good in points. You've been unlucky in the win column. Um, if you if you don't win this week, is that critical is that, matchup? Yeah, is that curtains for you? Are you going to start looking for picks? Or are you going to hold out hope? Uh, you know, we'd have one more game this Ooh. season. It's a longer season. Have to win out. I mean, I'm pretty sure seven and seven is going to get you in. Um, you know, it would require me to win out after that. Um, so yeah, it is. It is a critical game between the 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 bestie co-hosts. It's uh, the loser of this one is probably going to have to take a good hard look at uh, himself in the mirror and determine, um, you know, if, if he's going to sell everything off um, because, yeah, it's uh, – but I will say there's a lot of teams fighting for those playoff spots that are all kind of around a similar type of record. Um, so there's there's still a chance to get in there at the sixth seed. I think the winner of our game is definitely still alive. Um, but, um, but, yeah, after that, it's, it's going to get – um, it's going to have to take a, a good hard look. Um, you know, I'm always, I'm always one that likes to fight, um, and doesn't really like to, uh, to sell things off, but, um, you know, if it comes to that, if, if I'm looking at, uh, if I'm looking at having to win out, um, you know, then maybe it's time to, uh, then maybe it's time to, to sell some, but, you know, at the same time, it's, uh, it's always fun to try to con- con- to try to compete through the remainder of the season. Um, and yeah, we haven't seen too much um, insanity. I will, I, I, I said it before, I have to say the commish finally going all in and basically uh, more future mortgaging uh, next season uh, for this season, the, the having Patrick Mahomes three years in a row, he picked the, the one year Patrick Mahomes is basically having a full on like <laughs> uh, meltdown crisis. Uh, to decide to finally go all in and is actually benching him this week for uh, Matty Ice. Um, so I found that somewhat delightful. Oh, ha- has, um, he, has he made that move? Yes. Wow. Yeah. 
he he went all in the one year that Mahomes is basically, like I said, having what appears to be like a, a identity crisis. Uh, not only that, he got Dalvin, but not the handcuff. Uh, and, you know, like I said, we're one video away, uh, a horrifying video, I'm sure uh, it would be. But, you know, we're one we're basically one, um, you know, uh, a little bit more maybe unearthed about that situation. And if it if it looks even worse, you know, he could certainly be facing a suspension or like I said, if video drops, though, I mean, Minnesota, the, the PR hit would be so bad. They probably just have to outright cut him. Um, so, yeah, it's a it's bold of him to decide that he would go all in this season. But, um, you know, we'll, we'll kind of see what happens. Uh, he also has another player who I believe is Deontay Harris, who I believe is on the verge of being suspended for an assault. Um, so, you know, commish, you may, you may need to relook your team on Saturday. Uh, not that we should be laughing at that. Um, apologize, uh, for that, but, uh, oh. but yes, it could, it he could be in trouble. Wow. I, uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, and we did want to get, uh, the, uh, owner of the, of the coochies on here to talk about his, uh, his thought process with the fire sale. Yes. Um, he, you know, even, even this past week, he was he was dangling the top waiver spot, which he still has. Nobody, nobody approached yeah. him for that. Um, but I mean, you know, looking at his team, I don't know what else is on there that people would covet at this time. Um, yeah, like I, said, I mean, Kyle just... Kyle Pitts, right? Kyle Pitts is probably the only person. He said he said that he will not trade Jamar Chase. So potentially, um, potentially Pitts and uh, founding father if if something ends up happening with Cook. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we'll, doesn't uh, really have keeper value, does he? He was taken not not that late. Very, so let's see, yeah. where was he taken? We'll have to try to circle back with him and discuss the uh, the ethics of uh, also uh, dangling the the top waiver spot um, and what that's like. But um, but yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll see if we can't circle back with him. But I, I really want to get rooftop on here. Um, we we got to go over the team names and just the thought process. I just I want to get into his headspace there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think he'll be. I think. I think him and him and Cucci are our next couple of guests. Uh, Kyle Pitts was taken in the fourth round, so he would be a second round keeper. So you wouldn't really be getting him unless you really believe that he is the next Travis Kelsey. Um, you know, uh, George Kittle, that that second round tight end uh, that you know you, you take early, and he he might be that guy. So it it could be if you make a deal for Pitts that it's not just for this stretch run that you're looking at. You know, next season as well. Um, yeah, I'm basically decided that tight end just needs to be eliminated as a position, but we'll make that's, another fight. That's, yes. Yeah, that's a that's another battle to fight. I mean, at this point, it's just it's pointless. Like it, even the even the like elite tight ends, if you get like 50 yards and a touchdown, you're ecstatic. Like if Mark Andrews gets like five for 55 and a touchdown, you're like, yes, that's like he's like a top three tight end. You know, like, I mean, even like Kittle will have like 17 yards one week and then all the hundred next week. It's just, there's no consistency. Even Kelsey now, you know, if he gets you 50, 60 yards and a touchdown, that's that he's number one for the week. So yeah, we'll, uh, you know, many more, um, you know, hot, hot takes and thoughts, um, THOTs, uh, from, from the Hornets nest about the elimination of, of tight ends, about going all flexes, um, you know, just, just all flexes, which, which I just love just, uh, you know, maybe, maybe you say one running back and then, um, one wide receiver and then just like five flexes, uh, that would delight me. Um, you know, a lot, a lot of things that maybe we can, we can discuss, maybe we can circle back and get commish back on, uh, and discuss some of these, uh, these cutting edge, um, ideas. Um, 
maybe something else we can also do, Buzz, is ask for, uh, you know, anybody to provide their own um, starting lineup formats in, in the comments, obviously, with leaving a five-star review, um, if anybody has any ideas they want to give us. I would go for that. Um, you know, one one thing I've always thought of, but it's hard to pull off, is, you know, the concept of, of like, team running backs or, or team quarterbacks. Um, and that helps not have to worry about a handcuff, you know? So uh, when you make a trade for Dalvin Cook and don't get his handcuff, <laughs> you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> How about just teams? How about just we just pick a team? You just draft it <laughs> one round, you draft the team, and then full offense, full defense, you get their stats. And we can do IDP, 11-11, um, you know, but, but, but it's whoever their starters are that particular week. See, that's the wrinkle. So then if that starter gets hurt, you don't get any additional points. So you might say, well, I want to take, you know, the, you know, you want to take a team that has elite talent, but also if it's going to be full offensive defense, you know, yeah. you also want to make sure it's a team that doesn't have somebody who seems to be somewhat injury prone. Right. That would be, that would be an interesting. That's uh, a cool format. I like case. that. I like that a lot, actually. Uh, I, that way. You're only getting those particular starters of, of that particular team. I like it. All right. I think um, make sure Buzz is still there. We uh, we've got Buzz in a in a bit of a frozen state, um, much much like Elsa or. Um, the other um Anna question mark Elsa and Anna maybe um all right well I think uh I think with with that that's probably a good time to wrap things up um for my co-host Buzz Bennett aka Elsa slash Anna uh and for myself obviously Donnie Football Drainsville we will end things there and hopefully be back next week certainly with a guest we've got many options um certainly uh looking forward to going over um, fire selling with the coochies and possibly uh, team names with uh, with rooftop. Um, so thanks everybody. Uh, as I said, please leave a five star review. Give us some uh, information on your league settings. Uh, you know, let us know if you've tried Arby's delicious French fry flavored vodka. And we will be back next week. All right, everybody, we're out of here. <laughs>